Welcome to Draw One Last Breath Podcast. My name's Matt. And I'm Paul. Welcome to our 36th episode. On this episode, we will have been to the cinema to watch The Joker. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Movie from the Vault is going to be 1988's Maniac Cop. And we also have a special something to scream about. We have a question from Geordie Paul. How you been? Oh, mate, it's been a great couple of weeks. Um, very much looking forward to talking about a non-horror, I mean, uh, the Joker <laughs> um, in today's uh, episode. It's going to be an interesting conversation, I think. Yeah, yeah we'll see. I've, I've, I've been quite busy like the last couple of weeks, eh? What have you been up to? Uh, I've, I've watched quite a few um, horrors. I've got through a few horrors on Netflix okay. recently because it's, you know, it's October. Of course. It's October. So you, you've been doing the 31 nights no, of No, I mean, I'm not against it. I think it's a cool thing to do. Like, mm. um, a lot of you probably do it anyway, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> well, I don't know. I watch, you know, <laughs> watch a film a week. Without even knowing. <laughs> Read a book a week, mate. <laughs> but um, yeah, so but I think it's a really cool thing to do, and I've seen a few lists and stuff on um, Twitter and stuff, and I feel yeah. there's a weird some weird backlash on it, like from like militant horror fans or trolls, whatever right. you want to call them, from okay. Troll Two, who were like saying that like you know it's not for true horror fans and stuff like that, and like it's like people jumping on the bandwagon, like all right, fuck off. Just just watch horror. It's cool. Yeah, I don't care. Of course, just get yeah. more it's people for, into horror. Do it's it for everyone, isn't it? For yeah, but I've watched a couple. I've watched um, a film called Office Rising. Okay. Okay. It was like a I don't know, like a mayhem sort of movie, like okay. um, Shaun of the Dead, Belco Experiment, sort That's of um, zombie. Oh, they're not really a zombie. It's just like a rage rage flick. Okay. It definitely was like in the likes of Mayhem and Belco Experiment. And it's on Netflix at the moment. It's I mean, it was pretty pretty cool actually. It was pretty yeah. good fun, really good fun, and uh, some really good gore. So definitely cool. worth a shout to go and watch that one. I watched a great little indie flick. <laughs> it, it looked like something. It was called Hungerford. Okay. And it's set in Hungerford. Shut up. What Hungerford like near here? Yeah, near Newbury. Right. Okay. Yeah, and it's um, it's an end of the world apocalypse sort of sci-fi horror movie okay but it's so indie it's like it could be filmed you on your mobile budget, phone like, oh mate really low budget it's like me and you could make it really it's like um barge people sort of budget it's hey, not the mate, barge people that not, awesome. it's just that it was that sort of movie that you know you'd see it like an indie festival it's, yeah it was really really weird but it's all right it was very watchable yeah um the sort of main dude was like weird and stuff like that but it was I think you quite like it because it's like got a little bit of, um, I don't know, like a extraterrestrial vibe. Ooh, I might have to check that out. I think you should. Shot down the road as well, which mm. is quite cool. Um, and this is brilliant. This was an, this is uh, one that was on at Fright Fest a couple of years ago. This popped up on Netflix. The Man Who Killed Hitler and then Bigfoot. Yeah. Fucking great movie. It's weird, isn't it? Have you it's watched really, it? Yeah, I've seen it, yeah. What did you think? I thought it was really good. It's like it's it's really really um it's a bit of a slow burn, but it's it's just interesting because you don't know where the hell it's going. Who's the main dude? Charles Davin. Uh, um, no, it's Davin. um. I've seen him in loads of stuff. He's got a great mustache. Oh, he's great in um, the Lady Gaga film as well, isn't he? Oh shit. Well, um, he's sort of almost like a one man show, but yeah, really thought it was um incredible acting off him. And then, like, the payoff at the end was, um, you know, where the sort of horror come, I suppose. And it was, yeah, good special effects. Good, <laughs> well, to a degree, good puppetry. 
Sam Elliott, that's it. Sam Elliott, right. Definitely going worth checking He's out. He's a great actor, isn't he? Yeah. Fantastic actor. Really interesting concept for a movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It was, it was, it was def- it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah. Definitely. And the fucking title alone is just batshit. When I heard of it, I thought it was, I thought it was going to be like a bit of a slapsticky, stupid, monster flicky thing from the title. I was hoping for that, which is why I watched I'd it. Because I'd seen nothing about it. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. But it turned out it had a bit, it had a proper story. Yeah, it's and pretty, stuff like that. It's, it's got a, a very big message underneath it as well, isn't it? It could almost be if no you can, spoilers. yeah, if you condense it down like a creep show, like an episode of Creep yeah, Show. Yeah, like a short, uh, like a longer version. Yeah, yeah, totally. However, that's a good segment segue. I have watched uh, the first three episodes of um, Creep Show. Yeah. You've watched the first two, is that right? I've well, I I I see them as individual things. I, I, but yeah, you're right. I've watched the first two, but there's four episodes, obviously. Yeah, four a, stories. Four stories. Like so I've watched six stories. Yeah, because you've watched it. Yeah, you're oh, up to date. Yeah, I'm up to date. But yeah, there were some really good ones. Like the titles of them are really interesting. One called was it Finger? Yeah, Finger. That, that was, was good. With, with the matey boy from old school. That was really good. This um the uh, first episode and all stories one of them's got the girl from the walking dead that's right as yeah. the lead in it and it's yeah. a, it's about a dollhouse i oh, seriously you have to, if you guys need to go and get shudder because it's it's that was one of my for like best episodes i think i've ever watched the dollhouse and yeah, stuff like that like good. it was such a cool little cheap well budgeted like concept and stuff like mm. that really enjoyed that one yeah, they've all been pretty decent, though, to be honest. Yeah, they've all had their good points, really have. There's a couple more of Netflix. I told you I've been busy. Um, In the Shadow of the Moon, which <laughs> is... Werewolf movie? Nah, well, no, this, no, that's what I oh. thought it was going to be. Okay. I thought it was going to be that. I thought it was going to be about vampires. And you were then, hoping for Twilight, basically. Yeah, I was hoping for some <laughs> kind of like um, weird vampire plot, but it turns out it's some kind of... More like an what do you call that movie with Bruce Willis shooter? No, uh, Bruce Willis and Gordon Levitt. What's that? Oh, Looper. Looper. Yeah, yeah. It's more like a like a like a weird time time travel, time travel thing. Okay. Because I thought it, when I first watched it, I thought it was about vampires, but it's got um. Oh God, why am I rubbish with names today? I should really, <laughs> really write these down. But it's got a matey boy from uh, Logan in it who plays the villain in it with the yeah, I know the guy. You know what I'm talking uh, about. Oh, is his name something Marshall Green or something? Oh, yes, it's something like that. But he's great. And yeah. he's great in this. He's yeah. he's the lead. and But it's got quite a lot of despair in it. And it's got... A, it's a good sci-fi flick. It's okay. not really horror. Um, but I didn't think it was. But it was. But it's definitely worth a shout. Okay. I was recommended that by um, uh, Donna Bell at work. So it's good. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Don. And I got to watch the Stephen, the new Stephen King one, In the Tall Grass. Oh, have no you, spoilers. Have you see, not seen that yet? I haven't got around to it yet, mate. Oh, this crap. So, problem, like having two <laughs> bloody kids, you can't watch anything. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't. I won't. I, I, I wrote a few notes about it, but I won't like reveal anything. It's um, but it's yeah, um, please. I've watched the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it's the Stephen King movie starring like uh, Patrick Wilson, um, Layla De- Olivia, and uh, among a few others who basically get lost in a field. Mm. Now, it's. I'd compare this to Stephen King's where I compare it to like Langoliers in terms of like that. Not That's in like your faves, isn't it? Yeah, I love Langoliers, but not in like um, budget because it's got a decent budget and and the gore and the horror and all that sort of stuff is really good and it's yeah. kind of got that real big fear factor in it. 
Okay. It's it's such a basic Stephen King story because I think it's a I think it's a short story. I was speaking to my mum. I was right. trying to get some uh, info. She is from our inside uh, <laughs> Stephen King um, guru. Person, guru. So yeah, I had, a little, had a little chat there. It comes from a short story. So what they've done and embellished and made this as a movie is, I think, it's pretty impressive. And Patrick cool. Wilson again, love him. Smashed he's it. Good, isn't he? He's good. Yeah, and he's not what he seems in this one. Mm. Mm. Spoilers. <laughs> what about you, dude? What have you been up to? Uh, not much, really. <laughs> I watched the creep show. Um, I started to watch a cool documentary on Shudder about uh, Larry Cohen. Oh, yeah. Did the stuff and obviously wrote Maniac Cop, which we're going to mm. But I started to watch that, which is really interesting. It's called um, something like uh, King Cohen or something like that. It's like a, it's on Shudder. It's like a documentary. But it opens with J.J. Abrahams talking about Larry Cohen. And it's just awesome. And it's just a, like loads of people just talking about him and his f- films and stuff. Um yeah, so you should, you should definitely check that out if you if you can, if you've got to spare like a bit of time on your hands. Uh, that's that was really good. I watched obviously the creep show like you, not totally up to date. Um, yeah, and I haven't really had time to watch anything else. I'm so busy. <laughs> Fair so play. Busy. Right. Well, what you got? You got any news for uh, for us? I have. Yeah, I've got a few bits. Um, first bit of news is kind of like. It relates to what we were talking about earlier, uh, like obviously Maniac Cop again. Uh, apparently, there's a Maniac Cop TV show in the works. All right, cool. You just stole my news, but it's <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> stole your news. Right? <laughs> it yeah. makes a change, doesn't it? Do you know how long this takes me to find this news? <laughs> about one minute. Um, but yeah, apparently it's going to be on HBO. Uh, it's going to be a TV series, is that right? Yes, TV show, yeah. Okay. So that could be interesting. Yeah, it's very apt for the episode. I was quite yeah. thought that was good timing. Uh, but yeah, it, it looks like it might be good. It's done by uh, Nicholas Wind- Winding Refin, which is he's pretty good. He's you know he's on board. He's apparently writing it and directing it. Um, but yeah, that that should be cool if it does actually come to light. It's been green lit, so we should be getting it. I don't know where we'll get it over here though. If it's on HBO, have no idea where it might be, be on over. Sky Atlantic. You never know. Could be on a streaming site. It might be. Anywhere. Could be the new Game of Thrones. Could be anywhere. Yeah, a couple of bits. Um, on the Funko front. Okay. Have you seen the Black Mirror Funko? Yes, I have. <laughs> I just stole another video. No, 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 no. So I, I always didn't. let you go first. <laughs> so then I don't, st- I don't cover anything you should cover. <laughs> but yeah, they've got two characters. They've released uh, Kelly and Yorkie from San Jupiter. San Jupiter. Oh, I can't even fucking say it. San Jupiter. Say, Ju- say it again. San Jupiter. <laughs> you're, you're not saying it right now. Um... But yeah, and then there's loads of more characters coming out. And well, stuff. I've seen more than that. I've seen it from um, the uh, USS Callister mm. episode mm. as well. It's got um, the lead in that and the guy, the two the guy leads. That was and the Breaking ge- Bad. Yeah, and the girl yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Season. Yeah. And it, it's also got one for the Miley episodes. The two, ro- yeah, the two robots. They're not out yet, but yeah, they're, they're ones that are going to come out in the future, apparently. Cool. Um, Love a Funko. Speak- watch- speaking of which, by the way. Yeah. Um, there was a New York exclusive uh, Killer Clowns Slim Doll, which I've just picked up from oh, Pop right. Culture. Okay. So that's winging its way to me from Australia right now. Yeah, that's going to take that looks fucking five cool, man. to get over. <laughs> <laughs> um, saying about watching stuff, I watched the new episode of Walking Dead. Oh, really? Season 10 now. Um, so Ten it's seasons. a bit of interesting reading. The, the numbers have dropped drastically again. 
apparently for viewings uh it's now gone down to four million it's, it's, it's basically went up mid like eighth season was like one of the best and then it's continuously gone down from there um it's it's a bit it's a bit sad because the last season and this season has been really really good with the introduction of some villains i ain't going to spoil anything but the the openings uh it, it uh, episode two season 10 i thought was really really good uh, really interesting but i hope they just don't start like going oh there's no but there's not people watching it now we're going to finish it and ruin it it's just like it's be stupid to do this is the last season though isn't it um i've not been told that. i thought I this know. is the last season i'm pretty sure this is the last season that they're uh, doing i thought they had three more no i don't know because well, i've got they've got the three movies as well the three yeah. movies due and plus there's another tv series another spin-off yeah yes yeah, so they don't obviously fear the walking dead which is what five seasons now I don't know. I don't watch don't know. it. I haven't watched don't it, watch but it. there's another one with like more kiddies and stuff like that, like yeah. surviving. So, mm. but yeah, I thought that was really good. Uh, it's just a shame that there's not uh, so many people who just dropped off um, watching it. Lame. 80s horror documentary. I think we need to talk about this. Yeah, big time. So we should hopefully be getting our copies in the post soon because we are um, backers of the project. So that Jeffrey cool. Coombs. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're basically you can actually go and pre-order it now. So this is just a little plug for them, that if you go over to 80shorrordoc.com, you can pre-order your copy now, and it's until midnight on Halloween. And it's a four-hour documentary Apparently, on yeah. 80s goodness. It was um, uh, just premiered at a festival. which Beyond Fest, I Beyond think? Fest. And everything that I've seen is just absolutely... Like everyone's Buzzing just eating up, but four four hours of content can't okay. bloody wait. Okay, Thanks right. to me and Matt for uh, you know our <laughs> contribution, <it> basically. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. Um, yeah, and I've just got the last bit of uh, news, which is um, free from free from hours out on Monday. So go and buy it. Yeah, buy it. Buy it from all buy good. The hard copy. Yeah, buy the hard copy. Don't download it. Buy it from all good you know Retailers. stores i think there's only one left so <laughs> <laughs> and it's halloween soon <laughs> yeah you got any news um, well that is a bloody load of good news i've only got one bit of news yeah go for it because i think it might have been something i was going to talk about but I've, I've left it for you because i know you're a fan i'm hoping you've got it okay it's just a date for zach schneider nope. uh, <laughs> <laughs> not that news <laughs> So that it's going to be a net. It's a Netflix zombie movie. So it's going to be on Netflix. Yeah, we've talked about this. I know already. Army of the Dead, but it's got likely a winter twenty twenty uh, release. Oh, it's got release date. Oh, yes. I can't wait for that. So we're looking at that. But that is my uh, my news for this episode well, thirty six. Since so you haven't covered it, I'll just go one last bit because <laughs> I really thought you would. Have you not seen about the one of your favourite films is being possibly being remade? Ooh, this is maybe a surprise. Have I, I've been watching too many movies. Little Shop of Horrors. No fucking way. We yeah. talked about it when we did it, so they were going to potentially do it. Yeah, well, it's looking rumours that um, Warner Brothers are going to be doing it, and I think this is great. That um, Go on, who, who, I can't remember who we said that would play play the roles now. Well, this is the funniest thing. is What was the um, girl's name in it? Oh, I can't remember. Audrey. Oh, yeah, Audrey. Aub- Aubrey. Oh. Audrey, no Audrey. Audrey's the planet, isn't it? It's all, no, because oh, Audrey no, and Audrey too. Yeah. yeah, sorry. So on, Aud- yeah, Audrey is. Go- I think it's brilliant casting. There's possibly talks of it being Lady Gaga, which I think is brilliant. <laughs> That's perfect. Should be perfect. 
That's perfect. perfect. She can sing. Yeah. And she she probably do a really good kind of. So who's going in the Rick Moranis role for you then? I've, uh, they've named him, but I haven't. I, I just listed her on my news because I think she was the most important one. Yeah, but like, who would you put there? Oh, who will I put? Yeah, Rick Moranis. Who's going to replace that dude at the oh moment? Oh my god, I ain't got a clue. Finn Wolfgard. Is he old <laughs> enough to? Young. Is he old enough to snog? <laughs> no. I'm interested in the Steve Martin role. <laughs> Who's going to play? I want to bring... be a dentist. <laughs> just bring him back. <laughs> just have him do it again. <laughs> Go even more crazy. Oh, I don't know. Man. Maybe Robert Pattinson, another one. <laughs> uh, no, that'd be cool. Uh, yeah, I'd have to have a think about that. I know, man. That like a little, who's a little dweeby character at the moment? Josh Gad? Mm, a bit too old. I'm trying to think of someone that's really, really like geekyish, but because you don't really get them in films nowadays, do you? What about your our mate? Who, um, <laughs> our mate. Our mate. Uh, dude from Fantastic Beasts that you met. Dan Fogel. <laughs> Dan, oh, yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> that'd be really cool. Yeah. Actually, that'd be cool. Yeah, maybe Dan Fogel. Or maybe he'd probably be more like the shop owner. Uh, okay. His boss. <laughs> to know, man. That's, uh... But he has lost loads of weight because obviously he was in the he's in new in the new season of Walking Dead. He's literally lost all the weight, so he obviously puts the weight on for walk uh, for um what's it called um Fantastic Fantastic Beast. Beast. Yeah, and then now he's lost it all for Walking Dead. He's like literally skinny. It's so weird. Looks totally different. Bloody hell! So that yeah. is exciting news, everyone. Little Shop of Horrors mm-hmm. remake. Come on, come on can't bloody wait right if that's all the news we've got i bet I, we're chomping at a bit here to get into our main review so yeah. you re- are you ready for this i am ready all right well let's get into our main review isn't it rich are we a pair me here at last on the ground and you in Send in the clowns Isn't it bliss Don't you approve This time around we went to see the latest DC offering uh, Joker and it's basically an exploration into a man Arthur Fleck an aspiring comedian with uncontrollable laughter. More than that is a look into the manical mind of Batman's most notorious nemesis, the Joker. After the posthumous Oscar for Heath Ledger's adaptation in The Dark Knight, are we looking at another potential winner for this psychopathic and complex character? I would like to know what you think after the little stare that you gave me last night. <laughs> so we stare. we got to, we went to see this at the cinema last yeah. night, um, and it was a packed house. And how it's been out for a week now. Mm. I've spoke to a couple of people at work who've seen it twice mm. already. I have trolled through IMDb yeah. at the reviews and looking for a looking for. A, a potential troll, you know, one out of ten, you see him amongst it. I yeah. spent about five minutes scrolling, and they're all they're all like tens. They're all positives, yeah. I don't. Know, there's like very this this movie seems to be like really captured people's sort of imagination, and for what DC has been doing in the last couple of years, this is fucking. This is this is basically turning it on its head. I think. But what do you think? 
I think your initial thoughts. My my initial thoughts. Well, this to me, I'm like I'm annoyed. If I'm honest, I'll tell you why I'm annoyed. Because why the hell did DC not start with this movie? <laughs> you know, this is how it is done. This is quality filmmaking. This is quality storytelling. It's just like. Do you know a, what I mean? It's, it's a like different DC. Got, well, well, this is the thing. It's like, in my eyes, right, they've failed, right, in what they've done. Yeah, they've made, hit the box office and this, but the reviews have been shit, let's be honest. And people have not really, you know, they, you know, a lot of people compare all these movies to Marvel and that, but what seems to me what they've done is gone, right, okay, let's wipe the, the slate clean, right? Let's give this guy a chance. Let's give these writers a chance. Let's not ha- hire... 50 different writers to do one film and have it all crammed into it let's just get let someone do their vision the way they want to do it like i hate to say it like they do with individual directors for marvel movies i'm not saying they copied it but i'm just saying they've gone let somebody do what they can with it and they have done the franchise just proud you know i mean dc should be just applauding this film because this is how it should have been done. Yeah, I want to kind of just before we, I love what you, I love what you're saying. I love what you're saying, but I just want to say like why we've gone to see this movie. Yeah, because it's not an all and out horror. No, not no. We didn't know. To be honest, I didn't know what it was going to be. Yeah. Um, but I, I was going to go and watch it regardless. It's another superhero movie. I was thinking, what am I going to see? Am I going to see Batman? Am I going to see this, this, and that? And the there is some this is like like i said an exploration into like mental illness there is some moments in there which we will spoil later and we'll give you big spoiler warnings but i think we'll talk about other bits before then um there's some pretty good there's some shocking scenes in this movie and Mm. it's not what horror elements with horror elements and it's not what you expect it's not what i expected Mm. i didn't i didn't know i was going to get this movie and I was fucking mesmerized and thus transfixed by like they've like you said they've mm. gone they've given t- like Todd Phillips as a director yeah and everyone knows that Joaquin Phoenix is the is playing the Joker bear in mind the, the previous films that Todd Phillips has done <laughs> yeah the hangover exactly <laughs> it's like going yeah. from things like that to doing sort of giving somebody the keys to a property like this yeah I know takes tremendous balls yeah, in my eyes. it's like again. I don't want to compare it to Marvel, but Taika Waititi, like that sort yeah. of like level where they exactly. tra- where they transform four into that. I'm like bloody hell, but this is not. We I got to stop talking it as if a superhero yeah, movie. Yeah. This is like this, this is like a, almost like classical. I I got to describe this as classical cinema. Classic cinema, definitely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, this is classical cinema. This is like. Um, going back and watching something like I don't know Godfather, Taxi, Taxi Driver, Cl- um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, King of Comedy, King of Comedy, something like fucking that you that you just see is like it's almost I wouldn't say it's Oscar bait um, because it's no, did no, a DC movie. Everybody's whispering its name for Oscars and that, but I, I think that's unfair because this is this was announced ages ago. Yes, you know what I mean, and it's it's it, yeah, it's a fucking performance of a lifetime, which I'm sure we'll get onto later. But yeah, it's just like everybody's just saying, you know, everybody whispers that. It's just like, do you know what I mean? You know, it's got to be said though, because what like one one of the things we got we'll have to speak about is like 
Joaquin Phoenix's like performance in oh, this. Oh yeah, we'll get we'll, we'll get on to that, don't yeah. we? And for but it's also got like Brig Caliber, Rob De Niro, and stuff like that in it as well. So we're talking like um, t- it's two solid good actors. I mean, that's the, he, but Joaquin Phoenix, like Rob De Niro did in Taxi Driver, is this movie? Yeah, this is the thing. Is that's like this is what I loved about it as well. It's just like you get a lot of movies that have supporting actors and stuff like that where pretty much throughout this movie is just all about his character and him and you follow him and he's in it what probably 98% of the time I don't even know if it actually goes from him onto another scene it doesn't does it it follows him the whole time yeah he's yeah. It doesn't split to something somebody talking into an office somewhere or anything like that and this is important when we go into spoilers in a minute that's that is important yeah he yeah, is yeah. in it is in every single scene Absolutely. and it follows him completely um and this is like we are getting a an a v- interpretation and a view of the um joker that we haven't seen in in since like heath ledger and it'll be compared to heath ledger's performance in every single way hmm. this basically this film should have been and you know should have been heath ledger in this role you could see you, I can see his Joker playing and like him playing this role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's like there were. There, I'm, I'm not saying like Joaquin Phoenix did it like Heath Ledger, but it just felt like it felt like a a Nolan world. Is that right? Would that be fair to uh, say? A, a, I'd say a fee, a, a slight feeling of it. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like the darkness of it and the the kind of storyline and stuff like the. Under definitely undertones of Nolan esque kind of things in it for definite. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that totally. But it still had some campy nods to like the 60, 60s and stuff like that, and even massively, uh, yeah, yeah, real campy nods. I'd say it like it completely avoided Jack Nicholson's Joker and um, Jared Leto's Joker, thank God. But like there were definitely nods to like C- um, C- <laughs> Cesar Romero and stuff like that. I could yeah, see yeah, like yeah, some, yeah. like that the whole clown thing. He he captured that really. And let's well. not forget like. Um, obviously all the comics uh, just like I'd say more kind of more than the old 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 comics I'd say more recently kind of side of stuff yeah it's Frank Frank Miller written all over it it's Dark Knight definitely Uh, yeah I mean Killing Joke that sort of like style Killing Joke yeah Yeah. definitely but it's just like um, what I really liked about it as well is that it's like you touched on earlier it's really violent as well and they weren't afraid of that no, um, um, and it needed to be like that. And they've realised with the films like Logan and Deadpool and that it gets bums on seats and it makes money, but then it also has to be a good movie as well. It can't be just a movie for everyone. It has to be. It has to go to that lengths. There's no way you could make a standalone Joker movie that is not an eighteen. I agree. And then this was a fifteen. Yeah, no. Like, so we could have even <laughs> taken it further. That. So. Right, before we go, because I want to go into spoilers, we've yeah. got to talk some sh- shit. So you're on board with this movie big time, because yes. you were giving me... <laughs> fucker. <laughs> the way you looked at me last night, because I... I baited you. I know, because I didn't, I didn't hide it last night. Yeah, because you never do. I can't help <laughs> it. You're like Kevin Smith. Yeah, oh, fucking hell, man. It's just like, it was the most weirdest cinema experience I've ever had. I'm like, I am felt this way after a movie in like a long, really? long time. A long time. I'm sure you said that about Tigers and Not Afraid. (laughs) (laughs) 
I felt a good year. It's been a good year. It's no, been a good year. It's been a good year. But this was for me a masterpiece. It's so, not even over yet either. Yeah, so I know the year ain't over, but I wasn't really look after. You know, me and Matt like love a horror, but massive like um, comic book fans. Oh, we're massive fans. I'm I'm much more Marvel, and my thing. I've always been an X Men fan and stuff. Like that. That's been my bag. I'm like massive Wolverine fan, but for DC. You know, Batman, I've got a few, I've got quite a few um, Batman comics and stuff. I yeah. do like that whole thing because it is dark and it is still... It's a bit more grown up, yeah, isn't it? It's it is like grown, Marvel grown was for when you were like younger, yeah, Spider-Man and all this. And then when you got older, it's like, oh yeah, but have you seen DC? Because they like freaking kill characters off and <laughs> fucking stab people well, in it the wasn't, face and stuff. You know, it wasn't like that in the, in the early 80s. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah. They I'm talking about like, yeah. like, like 90s. They sort of that. leapfrogged it. They sort of, yeah. they sort of went from, um, you know, the, the kids to... Campy kind of stuff. To, to suddenly crisis, I think it was. And then they just suddenly killed off everything. Yeah. And it's like, right, we're yeah. going to start killing them all off and then fuck in... Yeah, oh my God. Right, so... We love this movie. Now, <laughs> now we're going to go and talk spoilers. Say, so spoiler alert! Spoiler come, alert! Come back afterwards if you haven't seen this movie. Okay, what's what's worth talking about first? I've got to talk about the way they did Gotham. Yeah, because I didn't. It was obviously set in New York, right? <clears throat> yeah, well, it, Gotham. Gotham. It is Gotham. <laughs> not it's, New York. It's Gotham. Yeah, but it is Gotham. But it is obviously New York. But it was so hard not to see the two. I think I struggled with one thing. Go and, for it. And it was the era. This, yeah, now for me, like, it's just like the way they were talking, it, it's like they took it. For me, I think it was 70s because the the whole thing they, they're going about the, um, the trash and the crime. So it's like in the, the kind of mid 70s to late 70s, um, crime was absolutely at its highest in New York. And also there's a thing about like um, litter and um, rats. And this is where in, and it went all the way to the 80s, which we'll talk, we'll talk about later on when we get to our movie. But it's like crime was it's freaking worse. And it took a lot of time to sort that out. So to me, I, I, I mean, you can't really put a time on it. I don't an era on it I think because because of clothes and stuff like that looked 70s but this is a point right yeah it's Gotham it's not New York yeah exactly and that's why it's so that's why it's so clever but they 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 had a 70s edge early like late 70s early 80s but then you couldn't place the time because it had this sort of music that made it feel like it was something from the like 1930s yeah at the same time now this is why and okay I don't know if I want to like talk about how my my feelings of the movie or what i felt was going on mm. there was a couple i got a couple of like i i'm not sure like it was happening right right so i think it was all in it like i think what we saw for the whole movie was a version of, of like a, a sort of an image about of what's in his head right okay that was my interpretation based on what happened at the end mm. um that i suddenly like clicked and went did that actually all happen or did we just get yeah. did we get a story that he's like he's just creating in his head and we're just seeing what is actually you know happens in his in his fucked up mind mm. and i don't know but that was one that was one thought yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know i but... mean uh, that, that is that is a way 
of thinking of it. Yeah, but I don't, I don't want to go. I don't want to say what I think because I want to talk about it at the end. Yeah, okay, we'll talk about that a bit. It, yeah. But yeah, the, it was just a very interesting set, and it was beautifully shot. There was some absolutely stunning, and those stairs, those like going to become infamous yeah. now, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's you know nuts. there'll be like viral things of <laughs> people dancing on. They'll yeah. go and find it. And but but the subways and the graffiti and like um his apartment and the trashiness of it, it was great. This is why again it reminds it reminds me like do you remember the Warriors like yeah. That's Fuck why, yeah. like, early 70s, mid-70s, it's like coming into that period of day, like, graffiti's everywhere, um, it's a shithole, um, but I love it throughout the movie, in every shot, you see there's just piles of rubbish everywhere, just everywhere you look, and it's just clever, because they, they obviously wanted you to know that it's it's basically Gotham's on its knees. Yeah. Crime is at its highest it's ever been. There's, you know, there's been radio reports. Well, no, I don't, I don't, I think it was like on, it was just, everything was on the edge. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that was the key thing. It's like, it wasn't, it was, something was, crime's not as bad. Something was about to happen. We're in that sort of period where, so, you know, there, there is no Batman at this point. People have had enough. Yeah. But people people are are getting kicked out of jobs. The system's fucking people over. And it's just like all that kind of shit. Yeah, we get to see this fucking world from Mm. the streets. Mm. From the streets that, you know, Batman is cleaned up in the comics and stuff like that. We get to see the fucking, the angst and, you know, the people that are downtrodden. And almost the reason, I guess, for, it makes you think. It makes you start siding with. But this is why I feel that it's in his head. Because I'm like, you know, fuck. He's creating this like story to yeah. kind of like i don't know not to kind of justify it but it's, it's kind of like it's kind because of, he's nuts the yeah. guy's fucking cuckoo and they make you make it out like throughout the movie that he's, he's he's just trying to find the joy in the world and like that's all he's trying to do he's trying to give joy to things that's why he's a clown mm. and stuff like that because he's an actual clown he's fucking he's again fucking that, that's put in his head from his mother like tell him he's sent there to do stuff and he's sent there to make people happy. Yeah. I mean, right, where do we go? Let's I think we should talk about him. We'll talk about him first then. Yeah. Because yeah. it's all about him. So let's obviously, go let's yeah. go down that route then. Yeah. I mean he's a he's, obviously he's a massive like method actor and stuff. He's he's yeah, an he's a troubled person in real He's life. an indie he like a tr- troubled person. I see this he's got a weird old career. He's an indie dude. Mm, right? Yeah. Who's done like the likes, of, the, the likes of Gladiator. Films, he's in Gladiator, right? And yeah. one of the biggest films ever made, right? Mm-hmm. But he's also in these films called like like Her. Do you remember that one? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, what was that of a? Uh, you were never really here. You were never really here. Which that was I one of his, to, that was his latest. Which I want to talk about later. Yeah. Okay. Fucking. It's like you can see his like indiness, and this sort of still felt like I don't know. Even as it's going to blow up and be massive. It is going to be huge. Well, it is massive, yeah. It's tough. Yeah, but it's sort of like he's used all those things that he's learned as an indie guy Yeah. in this movie. Yeah. I've, and I've he's pure they, method. They wanted it like that, though. That's how they wanted it. They wanted it raw and kind of like they needed it. They needed it as far away as Holly, from Hollywood and all these studios and all these effects and as much as they, they needed to pull it back away from that. Because this is a story about the Joker, and this well about how he became. It's not. Don't say an origin story. I'm not going to say an origin story. But this is how he becomes that character in his head, or whether it's in his head or whatever. But it needed to be 
just it needed to be exactly what that film was yeah i can't really portray it that they've hit the nail on the head completely with this movie and this is why it's getting great reviews because this this is how it should be done that's full stop there's no argument over it this is how it should have been done and this this is what i would like to see more of and it's just like and and just let people go with it Uh, but no, I'm not going to talk. I want to talk about something at the end. But All right, okay. Keep it to the end. But like, okay, so we have to talk about his like his method of acting. So he's yeah. gone. Um, I don't know if anyone out there has seen The Machinist. Do you remember <laughs> The Machinist? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. so like, Christian Bale went. This is oh, the uber skinny. Only kind of downside on it that I I had a little bit of problem with. I was like, okay, I know they have to show this and that, and it's great and it's brilliant method acting. I didn't really need to see so many shots of how skinny he was. Because there's certain bits where he's like breathing in and he's leaning back on the camera. I was like, I get it. He's lost loads of weight now. I get it. He's a method actor. I get it. I just felt that was the only thing I was like, they're doing a lot of this, a lot of these shots where he's got tops off, he's skinny. We get it. For me, that was where the horror was. That was the body. That was almost like... Uh, David Cronenberg, like body dysmorphia, it's bo- it's yeah. body dysmorphia and stuff yeah. like that, and the way that he was positioned, I get his it, body but was, there was just too much incredible. of it. I, for me, I, I know what you're saying, but it, it was like they were ramming it down your throat. Look how much weight he's lost. Look how much weight he's lost. That's the only. That's the I don't only I, I, see. I wasn't looking at how skinny he was, no. right? After a while, so I was looking at the damage that was on his body. Yeah, that's like a different his, shot. It's like, like that's, yeah, I get that. It's like hump. Is humpback yeah, and that like that was in it, and maybe one other shot, but there were so many other shots. It's like they even, you know, his even his mum point. Oh, you're so skinny, and it's like we know, we can see. It. I just, mm. like, I just felt like I don't know if they're trying to get that point across that maybe he had an eating disorder as well. I don't know. It's, I don't know what they were pointing. I, I didn't see him eat. Lost. I didn't because I didn't see him eat for the whole movie. Right. I'll tell you what he does fucking do. It's fucking. It wanted me to go. I wanted to go and have a cigarette. Amount he was smoking. Yeah, he did. And he smokes so fucking well. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah okay. way, but when he was smoking, he was smoking it down to the frigging butt. Yeah, like, I know. Like he wasn't even thinking. You know, what I mean? he was just smoking it, and it's like burning down. It's just like it looked amazing. It's just it like did. he can smoke like a motherfucker. Seriously, it's so funny. His features and his facial features and his like. Some of the some of the looks. He's a weird. He's a he's, he's an interesting looking guy. Looking guy. Yeah, interesting, yeah, interesting sorry, not weird. guy. He's got that cleft palate and stuff like that that he's yeah. had since he was, you know. And it's like those sort of things that I kind of add to it. He's I would good say, at playing tormented people. Yes, big time. I mean, when the, his depressive nature and her, her was incredible and yeah. stuff like that, and you see that in here, and then his aggressiveness in like you um, never really hear. You never really hear was it was there too. I mean, see, I ha- saw a lot of that movie in this I, and I, I and I'm not again I'm not having a go maybe they did lift a few things from it but there's a, a lot of that character and you were never really here seems there's a lot of things kind of relatable between the two movies they're definitely adapted so, yeah definitely um, you know it's, I'm not going to spoil the film but there's a certain ending to the film as well is interesting and yeah I don't want to spoil it because you should go and watch You Are Never Really, you are never really Here as well because it's a fucking masterpiece in my eyes yeah, as well yeah fucking right um what else man just like so let's talk about like that scene with uh Randall because I'm not I mean I, I don't want to talk about plots or anything like that yeah. too much because this is just staggering but we'll talk about little bits 
you know, there's a scene with like a do like um the Randall and the little guy, yeah, um, that come into his apartment, and the um brutality out of nowhere, you sort of knew that it was coming because yeah. he's got a pair of scissors, but it's just like the way they do it, and then they take it a step further. It's not a like you you talk about Logan with the violence, you talk about Deadpool with the violence. That's comic violence oh, yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. Logan wow. was a bit different, I suppose, but you still had the because he still had his claw. Yeah, it's still CGI. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, this was just um, in your face violence. Violence. <laughs> this is like watching like an outburst. Yeah, yeah, an outburst. Godfather. You know, this is like we the the other film you keep mentioning, which I keep bloody forgetting the name of every time. <laughs> you, you, were never, never really you were never you were never really here. The violence, like in that, yeah, it's sort of Visceral. like it's maniacal. Yeah, 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 it yeah. is completely maniacal. Yeah, and again, then it's the switch back to him being really calm. Yeah, again, because until that point, he's not really that violent. Until because this is a point in the movie where the rails have come off. He's at his lowest. He's just he's completely he's completely kind of like disattached from his old self and he's this new kind of character or person he is and this is why and this is the the point where it's like you didn't know whether he's going to do it or not because you're like oh he's put the scissors and stuff and is is he going to do it or is he not and then and then after that scene you i was on the edge of my seat because it's like oh no is he gonna is he gonna kill the little guy like oh, no. i was like the tension but then the comedy as well. Yeah. After seeing that was just like the contrast between feeling like, oh my God. And then the comedy was like actually quite funny. I mean, the way this film sort of like detract, like sort of slowly sort of morphs into this, um, this character of the Joker that we sort of come to see. Mm. You first thought you're seeing this guy who's like, I, and I thought they were going to do this to death and they didn't, which I quite liked is the fact that he is a taught that they were going to like give him a complete origin story and like make him tortured yeah. and make him yeah. bullied and all this stuff. And they didn't, we and know make something to make him to, snap like a spark. Yeah. But where I felt yeah. that it was, I felt that it was always, always there. Yeah. Always there throughout the movie on under the liar. He was just a little he was trying to bring joy, but at the same time he's just tortured mm. from whatever happened in his past. He yeah, couldn't get away early age, which, from early age. There's yeah. nowhere getting out. His 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 mani- I guess I love this word, maniacal laugh. Yeah. Um one of the best laughs that I've heard any Joker do. Mm-hmm. I think it's incredible. Because it's like and they gave him I don't know what you feel about. It. What did you think about the excuse? Um, the fact that he had this card and they had the condition, it was a condition. It's almost like Tourette's, isn't it? Like, yeah. a laugh instead. And I liked it. It's like, I, I didn't look it up. I should look at it and see if it's actually a condition. Because it's like, you know, when people get nervous, sometimes they laugh. Yeah. And it's kind of that. It's like when he gets nervous or gets in confrontation, he has these outbursts of light and he cannot literally stop it. Stop it. When he's on the stage doing the stand up, it's like he's literally grabbing his throat. To try and stop Cause himself. It's, yeah, because it. it's that lot. Yeah, but it's 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 a it's detachment. I love this as well because like the Joker has this sort of like w- weird view of the world. Mm. It was fucked up. He's a psychopath at the end of the day, and he he does have these psychopathic tendencies. And you, you read mm. like the psychopathic test and stuff, like that, and you get to see some of these things ticked off throughout the um, movie. Yeah, the bit 
the the, the bit for me was um, which was incredible was the bit in when he was going he was at the comedy show yeah and he was watching it and he was um, writing notes yeah um and because he he couldn't I don't think he could understand emotion right uh, he couldn't under he couldn't understand. Um, why people laugh and all that sort of stuff. He knows it trying to be a comedian. He didn't understand. Mm. And so he was laughing like a couple of beats Uh, later. And you're like, you could play. also with the body language as well when he's mimicking how people came out on the live show. Yeah. It's like he doesn't know how to compose himself as well. Yeah, he doesn't know how to act. He doesn't know how people are supposed to act in this world. I yeah. thought that was just incredible. Mm. I really thought that. I've never seen... It's because he's so... I suppose it's because he's just so detached from the world, I suppose, and the way he's been brought up all his life from an early age. Obviously, the abusement thing, the mental issues, his mum and the way she's brought him up and everything. Yeah. You know I mean, it just spirals out of control, doesn't it? It's, it's just fucking... like... Yeah, you saw... And I don't feel... I never felt... I did feel sorry for the character, like mm. the Arthur Fleck, yeah. if you like. But, you know, knowing what the Joker is and it's like you can't, you know, what he's going to cause and he's going to the anarchy and all that sort of stuff. And it's um, it was just absolutely incredible. Mm. The music in throughout, I think I've, I just thought that was spot on that build, built the tension, yeah. made it un. Um, almost not like Tim Burton-esque but like it did have that so it removed you from the fact that it was New York and it put you in a setting that it was like Gotham mm. and it was somewhere else you didn't really understand the where it was or to what time what age it was yeah, yeah. it just sort of like it put you almost in that that's why I felt like 1930s it was just like because it was really big cello and violin and yeah. stuff like that, and you're just like yeah really, that really did it for me like mm. that music and stuff like that. and and not they didn't just do that as a score they they added a few um like songs in there yeah. as well yeah, is yeah. there a gary glitter song in there no that was um uh, i know it sounds like it it's not though it's um by somebody else it's one of the yeah that's not I don't. It's, it's. It's not. I don't. I think it's Maybe somebody not. else. I hope not. That. It's not. It's not. I'm, <laughs> right, I'm okay. sure it's not. Because I was thinking exactly the same thing. I thought, is this character? But I think it's some somebody before that. It's right. Like okay. Maybe he nicked that thing. I can't remember what band it is, but. But it was good. It was. It was fitting out. music. Wherever it was, it fit perfectly. Yeah. 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 It was. It was. It was a good soundtrack. Definitely. Definitely. I liked the as we were talking about nods to stuff. I, I loved one of my favorite bits. Um, not my favorite bits actually. It's not my favorite bit, but my favorite like nod um, was I don't know if this was intentional, um, but when he goes to um, visit the Waynes at Wayne Manor or wherever, wherever it was, and he sees obviously Bruce Wayne, <laughs> aka Batman, he's in his little. Um, kind of play hut and he goes over and he, he slides down a pole like the bat pole and I thought is that intentional oh god you it's know like, what's really so pissed, cool. do you know what's cool. really made me laugh uh, I've seen on Twitter and stuff like that a couple of like things that have made that people like because people like going like comparing stuff to the old stuff yeah uh, Todd Phillips I think somebody said that Todd Phillips has come out and said yes okay it was in, it was a nod to the, well, bat, that bit. the bat pole yeah. Oh, is it? I, d- well, I didn't now, read it. I haven't read this. Yeah. This my, now, my... whether 
I take it with a pinch. The only reason I take it with a pinch of salt yeah. is because I've seen some fucking weird ass, uh, what they call memes. Right. Um, I'm an old man. And uh, <laughs> they, <laughs> there's like a, they said, oh, um, there was bitten when he's in the back of a police car. Mm. And like, there's a scene in The Dark Knight. Yeah, so I thought that was a bit of a nod, a nod back as well, possibly. Well, that's gone. performance. That's gone. very similar. That's gone crazy, like on, but, but on Twitter. It is very. Yeah, but got, mate. You've got to say it, like the way he's lent the thing. It's I like, know, but you could say anything, but you could say anything. Yeah, but the, the shot is like, I'm not saying it's <laughs> lifted. I'm not saying it's lifted at all. No. But the shot where he's, the gleam off the window, the, the cop car... The, the building's going by, him leaning like that. You've got to see this these memes, I mate. It's just fucking funny. instantly <laughs> thought of him. You did. I, did. Not even I didn't. Not. I didn't. Well, that's so just you're me. on the other side of the coin. That's fucking funny. Okay, cool. But I didn't... I, I know that a lot of things weren't intentional because they'd said they didn't want to make a movie with just loads of Easter eggs because that's not what it no. was about. So, you know, but... I mean, I, this is like... this is Come a com- on, he's gone down a bar pole. Of course he is. It's, it's a fucking comic story. It's a comic book. It's lifted off. It felt like... It, sti- it still felt, even though it was like... This felt like, like I said earlier, like classical cinema. It also still had that feel that it was like lifted from like mm. um, uh, one of those really dark comics, like The Killing Joke and stuff like that. Yeah, it yeah, felt like it could be There must a have cool gone back story. to some source of material. Come on. Yeah, of course. Um, one thing I want to talk to you about is... Did you obviously his love interest in the movie? What yeah. did you? How did you feel about that? What did did you did you guess it or did no. you? Did it shock you? Totally. So I'm so pissed off because <laughs> I'm not saying I'm the big, but I'm pissed off with myself because I didn't guess it, but the build up to it, I was like, I was thinking in my head, uh, they're gonna six sense it, and that's just me, and I was like. I wish I did. I wish. It's not a sixth sense it though, is it? Yeah, it is. It's his, it's and like, this is the thing about his mind again, his mind, and this is where I don't, this is why it's, play, it's played in my head what? a little bit, the whole fucking movie, because he's, he's imagining, he's, that part, yeah, he's um, imagining this whole relationship. He's imagining a lot of things. He's, yeah, he of plays, course. that's why I think he plays everything in his own head. He like lives in his own head. He mm. lives in his own, his own world. And that's why yeah. I'm like, well, I think, Oh, obviously know. there's obvious parts that aren't and I think there's there are bits that are I think it's a, a bit of both personally that's how I got it from it yeah it, was... it has to lead to something in the end something has to happen to lead to the end that that does happen did he kill did he kill her do you think uh what the you don't I, you don't see it you don't see anything I don't know maybe there's additional shot of maybe there's additional mm. scene where he does and because yeah, it's, it's, that's weird, isn't it? I never thought about that because it does just cut and you don't see what happens, and then I kind of like that because it happens scene. again later. Yeah, at the end of the film, which we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah. Um. But okay, what's you got to talk about the bit in the? There's the beautiful shot. I liked it. Okay, I liked his running. <laughs> yeah. I liked his run because it was kind of a bit pathetic, wasn't it? It was just out. <laughs> it was it was very comical. Yeah. Um, but again, he's had the, he's running a lot of time with like big clown shoes as yeah, well, of course, yeah. and it just felt like he was just like had this really comical sort, almost Jim Carrey yeah. sort of run. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was, and but his beautiful dancing on <laughs> yeah. the stairs is yeah. just it was it was. Int- was he when was he doing like Tai Chi? 
I don't know what the fuck he was doing, but because it was weird. That, like when he was kind of like obviously when the first murder happens, and he runs into the toilet, he starts doing this weird kind of stuff. And I was thinking, is it Tai Chi that he's maybe learned in the the mental hospital to chill himself out? Do you see what I mean? Maybe because it was very very Tai Chi. I still don't. I still don't think he was out of the mental hospital. I don't think he was ever left. No, no, I don't think that's rubbish, mate. Yeah, yeah, I think that he's always been in there. No. So you think... Okay, let's move on to this end. Let's, let's talk about a little bit of the end. Yeah. Because the, the end scene, mm-hmm. right? So he's in Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Or Arkham Hospital, wherever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah. And he's talking to the same uh, psychiatrist. We call a psychiatrist? Not as not the one from the start. Yeah, it's, it's the no, same person, wasn't it? She's not the same. No, this is a different one. Oh, I thought it was the same person. No. <laughs> yeah um but yeah that bit right at the end of the movie yeah where he is in an arkham asylum you think that he's been arrested but okay we after all this shit happens we think he's been arrested do you we think he's been arrested and he's put, been put in arkham asylum possibly yeah I, so do, I you mean, think, that's what do you think do you think it's do you think he's to. in arkham asylum after all that's happened what happened because we, we haven't even talked about what the anarchy and all the stuff that's going on and yeah. all that sort of shit. But I mean, personally, I think so. Because am I right in saying they're gonna? Is this gonna be part of the DCU? I've read yeah. somewhere that it's gonna be. Is that right? I don't know. I, I don't think they know what they want to do with it yet. Because I, I no decisions to be made. I thought my opinion on it is this is why I think they've gone back to the slate as they've gone right. See how Joker does. And then, obviously, Robert Pattinson is the new Batman. Um, but, uh, to me, what I would love to see, personally, is keep following Joker. Just do a Batman f- film from the Joker's side. Personally, that's what I'd love to see. I don't want to see Batman going around killing people and shooting people anymore. I've seen it all. Let's see the Joker's side. And I want to see the jo- a Joker Batman story about how he fucking is just pissing off Batman all the time yeah personally I'd love that but I don't, I don't know if I would I, it'd be nice to cap the film off and just have it as a Joker film but I, I don't now the success of this I don't know whether they will and I mean how are they going to make another, how are they going to make another Batman movie no, after this I don't fucking know but Robert Pattinson's a moody and fuck so it's so different right I've got to, I got to talk about this I've got to talk about this line because I want to know what you think about it because I Go think on. I'm an idiot now but like um, so he says at the end there is obviously an origin of Batman interpreted in this thing. They yeah. have the they have the alleyway, and it's a course, person yeah. in a clown mask who's shot. Yeah. All right. There's loads of shit going on in um, the city after jo- yeah, after Joker shit, comes yeah. on board to the the show, and he shoots. We didn't talk about this. But he shoots Robert De Niro in the fucking head. Fantastic. Oh, I love that. The whole like. Because you know something's bo- it's boiling to something, isn't it? It's, it, it's like... shocking. Like, the way he goes back, it's a great shot. And it's mm. fucking, like, shocking. I was it's just good. like, what? I knew it was going to happen, but yet I was just like, the way they shot it, it was just, like, so real. they portrayed that he was going to shoot himself, yeah. didn't they? And it's just like... So there's yeah. that, and then it all kicks off. It's all kicking off in the city. All these, you know, because um, he's basically, you know, there's loads of people in clown masks and all this sort of stuff. The city's had enough. They're having a pop at Thomas Rain. They don't like him. And they've got that classical bit where Thomas comes out of the 
who is Marf- Martha. Is that right? Yeah. Martha. Um, Martha. And he comes out in the alleyway. Martha. And in, this Martha. T- in, the, in this interpretation, they say a person in a clown mask came into the alleyway and didn't mug him, just shot, just shot no. Thomas Wayne. Now... Do you think they should have shot Bruce Wayne as well? <laughs> just to... Wow. You know, this is the end. But That's it. Batman's but, dead. But this, there's, a, there's, a, there's a line that he, that he says at the end where okay. he says... Um, to the psychiatrist, he said, and he starts, he's laughing. She goes, why are you laughing? He goes, ah, oh, you wouldn't get it. Right? Now, my when I saw that, I went, oh, shit. So, he's, in, he's basically, the whole, the whole movie has been in his head. Mm. And actually, lineage-wise, he's not older than Batman. He just imagines that he was the cause of... Batman. He was right. imagined. He he invented Batman. You know, he he imagines that he invents. He he sort of creates the origin story. Do you see what I mean? Do you see what I'm talking kind about? Kind of. Yeah. Like too yeah. deep. I don't know. Fucking hell. So he's. So might, it could end there, and that'd be it. And then somebody else could, could become the Joker. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's okay. that's, yeah, that's, that's, a good that's one. I idea. prefer that because then he's got. He's been he's been joking. He's done a fucking great job. Let's leave that. Yeah, story he's there. always been in Arkham Asylum the whole movie. Yeah. It's just think this story is. It's sort of like a dynasty, the why, Dallas why sort of movie. Why can you have two fucking jokers? Like, so he's in Arkham Asylum being the real Joker, and then you've got a guy that's fucking portraying the Joker. Yeah, but there's a joke. The whole thing about Joker is it's like it's supposed to be a movement rather than a yeah, person know, and all yeah, this sort yeah. of shit. I think that was. Something. But how cool would that be? Yeah, fucking. So nice. they do not. They do a Batman movie. It connects, but this is not the real, like, Joker. That's it's sort of like thing. a fanatic yeah, yeah. who's following him. Yeah, yeah. So that's a, that's a, that's one idea because it's a comic. You can do fucking mm. whatever you want. And he's actually in Arkham Asylum. And yeah. Like, yeah. He just imagines. Cool. He just dreams that that's the way that it happened because yeah. that's how he that's that's what he yeah, wants. Yeah. The other thing, which I I didn't think of, I had, I can't remember who's it. I read it. Mm. Is that, um. He the when he says that line mm. at the end, it's like you wouldn't get the joke. He's actually the cause of Batman, so he created his own nemesis okay. in a way, and yeah. that's why he's sort of saying the line because yeah. it's funny. It's like he finds it funny that he was the one that all along created Batman. If he hadn't gone and shot and created all that anarchy and stuff like that, mm. then Batman would never have come to pass how so how how far in the future do you think this fuck no i got no i got no concept of time because i don't know which way i prefer i think i prefer my my interpretation the fact that he's he's always he's always been in he's always in arkham asylum like batman's put him in there so i like that idea but i think that and they're still the similar age because i think that i think all the some stuff is real some is not and then he gets put in there that yeah. that I prefer. That you prefer that, yeah. yeah and then he's he... in there, but then. Yeah. But how did he get in there? I don't know. Maybe because he's dancing caught. on top of that fucking police car, and it's like he's. It's almost like the start of something. Yeah, but remember, he was like being chased by those cops. He was on live TV, apparently. Yeah, but he always gets away. Yeah, I know. that's yeah. why I'm thinking he's inventing this story in his head. Because if if Bruce Wayne is that young. Mm. When he's not that young, that means when Bruce Wayne is like twenty, mm. when he's Batman, then it's another. You'd probably put that up another fifteen years, and he's yeah. quite, and he's a lot older. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the Jack Nicholson Joker was quite old. Yeah, true. When he, 
I don't know. The, the Heath Ledger one wasn't. They were sort of similar age. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, oh, that's we, why. It's just, that's why we got to forget. Yeah, about I know. Actually. We got it's a whole new thing. Oh, fuck knows this what they're playing. At. I, think, I think that I personally think they are going to connect them somehow because why would they re put the roles out to brand new? And he's a younger Batman, and everybody's like, "Oh, get an older Batman, do the old kind of grizzly Batman," and they've gone kind of the opposite way and gone kind of a bit younger, which makes me think they're even more plans to well, Robert Pattinson is a lot is younger yeah, exactly. than yeah, Joaquin Phoenix and then they've just announced mm. the but new, then, oh, they've know. just announced a new villain as well which is um, Jonah Hill isn't it? Jonah Hill but, and everybody thinks he's going to be the penguin <laughs> that's just mean I know <laughs> he's, I think he's going to be the Riddler do you think yeah he's lost a lot of weight who it is mm? do you think they're going to redo the, like, do the Riddler the Riddler's been um, really dark in some of the comics and stuff mm. like that, so you could go down that way he's a fucking dark like um, bastard in some of yeah, I'd rather do, I want them to do Night of the Owls I oh like that oh my one. god that'd be fucking nuts I so yeah I fucking loved it but there's so obviously being a comic book I, they, I like to think that they just did this Todd Phillips has done this on its own and actually they've got no plan because it doesn't never seem they tried to connect so much but maybe mm. they just maybe just want to go let's just fucking do it you do what you can see what happens and then maybe we'll build a plan around it I don't know what if this were, I mean the, can't do Justice League anymore can they strike off all the other like DC movies and think about if this was the first DC movie you saw what before 89 Batman that's that's the first one I saw yeah maybe maybe not maybe after all that kind of the 80s so, uh, so Val Kilmer and his nipple George Clooney and his nipples yeah that's happened <laughs> after yeah and unfortunately and Christopher Nolan's Batman hasn't happened yeah, I'd say before. And I saw Nolan. this. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Time. Yeah. How yeah. cool would that be? As I in, mean, I like the Nolan stuff, but. But, you know, you get, you don't, it's just weird. You've got Heath Ledger, now you've got Whacking Phoenix, and I think there's fucking role. I think, but, I just yeah. think those, everyone loves Heath Ledger. I love him. I think he's I think absolutely he's, amazing. I think he's an incredible actor. I love all his shit. Ten things I hear about you, love that. But. <laughs> He's he's incre- he was inside. he was amazing at what he did in that Joker, but it's it's a completely it's not completely different to this. Yeah, I the, mean, I, I the, get it, but then you could see you could see like everybody's kind of like comparing Jokers; they're always going to, yeah. and you can see where Jared Leto came from, and everybody beats on him and stuff. But he wanted to try and make it completely yeah, different. Yeah, he did. And okay, he might have, they might have chose a few different things, and and you know, remember. He's come out and said there's loads of stuff they cut out yeah. because he made him uh, scenes different and all that. But he didn't want to be. He wanted to stand out among among the other people. He didn't want to do the same shit. So I applaud him for that. I mean, I didn't. I wasn't a fan myself, and I, you know. But you know, I didn't me, hate it. No, but you know, this is just a different league. It's just this is not you know, Suicide Squad. This is not um, Batman versus Superman. It does. Def- it doesn't exist in that realm this is a movie movie. it's just a movie on its own with its own merit and if it spawns something brilliant if it just exists like i know you don't but if (laughs) if it just exists like this i'm i'm happy yeah that i've seen it and i think it's fucking amazing i will be going back to the cinema to watch it again i think it's fucking incredible i do i absolutely loved it it was great how's it done on box office very so well. Far. It's so budget. Oh, I mean, this is another thing. Budget fifty-five million. Yeah, I know. Pennies. 
pennies. Oh, I bet they spent loads on marketing. Um, opening weekend weekend in the US was ninety six million. Ugh. So it's already done its budget, but worldwide it, it done two hundred seventy two million. That's profit on that. <laughs> be more than that now. But that just shows like you don't necessarily need to spend. Two billion on a fucking look at, look movie. I mean, <laughs> Endgame definitely, but you could get something beautiful out from a a small small budget. Yeah, look at Blumhouse. It's like look at Brightburn. It's great. It's Do like... that. Live it in Brightburn world. Mm. <laughs> Be different. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> um, so are we are we done with this mammoth conversation? Is there anything else you want to talk about? I don't think so. I mean, I think we've ticked most of the boxes um, well, we didn't talk about De Niro much but he, but uh, yeah but it's De Niro isn't it it's De Niro and De, he gives a De, De, De Niro <laughs> it's, it's a De Niro experience again yeah. he doesn't have much to it was do great. it was but good. one thing I have to do is a nod out to the dude from Glow because the, oh, the yes, manager from yes. Glow is in it as well oh, was a bloody name. I, can't, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the I was name. expecting him to start fucking swearing up, fucking fuck 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 he <laughs> so, swears like a sailor doesn't he um, but yeah so he had some brilliant. good supporting cast um, yeah. and but he, it was just all centred around um, it's all Wacky about Phoenix him, yeah. the all whole and it's, and it's not too long two hours two minutes no it didn't feel so, long either yes. it didn't feel long which Go see this movie. Absolutely. Um, it probably is going to be all over the Oscars. Can't see it not being. Um, it's probably going to be in my uh, top 10 movie of the year. Not sure I'm going to put it in my horror category yet, but it's definitely got some horror elements to it, which is why yeah. we did it for the pod. Yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, what are you rating it, dude? Um, For me, I always say for me, um, for me, <laughs> it's uh, at the moment 9 out of 10 breaths and it could get to a 10 on a rewatch for definite i think i just i need to let it sit and digest a bit more and i need to have more conversations with people uh you know about it that when they see it and stuff because i just want to take it all in a bit and that's what i'm like it takes me a while to get there but do you know what i mean but definitely nine out of ten i know you're going to give it 10 out of 10 yeah <laughs> fucking 10 out of 10 for me film of the year for me it's yeah. fucking incredible didn't i, I walked in not expecting anything not expecting mm. to really like it this is the thing we're gonna <laughs> are we gonna include it in our we can't i don't know we in our, i don't i think don't think it's so. out and out i don't i, I mean the fact that we're reviewing <laughs> it for the podcast says it should be but i don't think we can as as I think we'll see just we'll have like, a we'll have a we'll have a fight about it a bit it. naughty wouldn't it to be putting it in i don't think it's fair on everyone else because it's just it's 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 an outstanding fucking yeah. movie from Absolutely. like the acting to the direction to every part of it was just for me a perfect movie i can't at the moment pick holes in it and i want to go and watch it again so at the moment it's a 10 it's see if it loses anything on a second watch i fucking doubt it though <laughs> <laughs> all right well you got to talk about what after that um we'll talk about our next um movie so our next pod will be um uh free from hell how yeah the rob zombie free from hell movie which comes out wait on the day that this has been released so we'll be watching that and then review that in two weeks can't bloody wait to talk about that go out Watch House of Thousand Corpses again. Watch Devil's Rejects again. Then watch Free From Hell and we'll all have a party.
Get, we, I think we're boozing it up on that one, mate. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll have a couple of drinks on for Rob Zombie. Sherry's, yeah. <laughs> baby sham. All <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right then, um, let's move on to our something to scream about. <laughs> What do you want from me? Why don't you run from me? What are you wondering? What do you know? Why aren't you scared of me? Why do you care for me? When we all fall asleep, where do we go? I know you're looking forward to it. So on this week's Something to Scream About, we have had a, a special um, request. A little uh, question has come from our mate Geordie Paul. Why are you pet? So, uh, here's the question from Jory Paul. Hi, Matt and Paul. This is Jory Paul, and I have a question for you guys. Out of all of the horror characters, if you had to, which would you describe each other as? You can pick any character in horror that would best describe each other. And if you really want to, you could do me as well. Awesome. So, where are we going to start with this one? Who's going to go first? Yeah, I know you're busting to go. Uh, are we going to go one for one? Have you got more than one? <laughs> of course I have. So basically, we got a. If we could, if you, what horror character would I suggest you are? And you've got to do the same for me. And I've I've got one for Geordie Paul as well at the end. All right. Okay. Have you got any for Geordie Paul? I I have got nothing for Geordie Paul. But I can come. Bastard. I can come up for one on the on the spot. Don't you All worry. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you, you can go first. All right. I'd like to see a revamped Lost Boys <laughs> right. with um, you as the Kiefer Sutherland role. Right, okay. Because I think you'd be a really good, like, emo goth vampire. I think, like, you know, <laughs> if you look at your looks throughout the years with the, the shifty shell shocks. Oh, so uh, you're going for a reboot. You're not going as an existing horror person. I'm, I'm down, I don't know if I'm placing you directly in the lost boys at the moment although i think you would fit in fine with those people yeah. you know so you could be you could sit in there quite 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 nicely next to alex Winter with your fucking i would like that yeah i'd my cut off yeah you'd be cut off you'd be fine you, you'd get killed um by cory feldman quite how would easily. i get killed though how would you how would i like you to get and killed how would I get killed by cory feldman he's dead he couldn't be in the reboot. Corey Feldman's not dead. Oh no, Corey Holmes dead. Yeah, yeah how so dare I, you? I get two Corys always mixed up. Corey, that, Corey. I mean, I don't like the fact that you're talking about Corey Holmes. Well, you don't death. even like Lost Boys, so carry on. I love you Lost said Boys. It's Goonies. So. It's Goonie-esque. Uh, <laughs> you'd make it Let's even more Goonie. Yeah, all, all your little spangly bits and stuff. Like that. I could just see <laughs> the fashion. You're just totally. How would I? How would I I'd get? Be, you? I'd be up for that, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm down with that shit. I think you go down like a bitch, though. I think you'd be like the person who, like, either like a garlic water or all that shit. You'll go down. <laughs> you go down like a bitch. Um, you, yeah, that's that's the way I see it. Cool, <laughs> fucking asshole. Totally, total god vamp. I mean, I, I generally feel like a vampire. You'd fit quite nicely in any vampire movie. So I could also place you in, like, say interview of a vampire with those little puffy shirts and you could also be like play the tom cruise character in, in that one as well <laughs> quite well brilliant any any era based vampire maybe even sparkly vampire in twilight oh don't go there i might have that for you mate <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you're definitely like up there um would i can i see you as a, as a <laughs> he's just saying all your pics now I, no no i just didn't okay. i'm just i'm going through vampire movies like for you i'm Probably not Bram Stoker's Bacula. I don't think you're Bacula. quite. Who's Bac- 
<laughs> I don't think you're quite Gary Oldman. I think in that vampire movie, you probably, you probably, you know, uh, what do they call it? The the muse or his little slave man, you know, that he gets this little bitch that he's going to make, make the vampire. Ah, there's another keep word. Keep going, mate. Keep going. Cause I, got, <laughs> I got a fucking list here for you, mate. Who's that dude? So in Fright Night, you yeah. couldn't be the cool vampire okay. who does the dancing. I'd have to be his little helper. But you'd have to be the little helper, mm. which is, what's his name? Oh, you're on about his friend. The friend. Oh, I can't remember. Who his dies? Name yeah, he yeah. dies in the really like you know weak way. He's like play almost like a werewolf. Sorry, werewolf Dan. We already know you're the the werewolf in the movie. <laughs> but yeah, like that little so little the little bitch. Okay, <laughs> the little bitch. <laughs> All right, okay. Right, going there, are we? Right. Can I think of any other vampire movies? <laughs> have you got some more on there? No. Have you? Is I've that got, the only one? I got, got? One, I've got one more on oh, there. Okay. But well, I'll, I'll I've got there. one, and you're going to hate it. <laughs> the first one I came up with was oh I thought about it and I thought yeah Paul he'd probably be the rapey tree from Evil Dead why are you why am I, why am I a fucking tree <laughs> exactly that's why I need to hate it because <laughs> it's not a character right. but he said he said anything from a horror movie so it could be any character one I'm not so cap- you're the rapey tree <laughs> one I'm not capable <laughs> I'm a fucking tree. <laughs> so Alright, scratch that. I, I stick my that. branch up the lady's go- the bits. Is that what you're trying to say that I do? Mm, possibly. I don't mind playing the little tree, but I, I just don't I don't feel like you've tried hard enough with that one. Anyway, I've got a few more. <laughs> okay. I've got the guy from Hollow Man. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to play any role that's got played by Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon is a paedophile. You can't. Yeah, but in this, he's like he's an invisible man. Per I get a little. Um, I, fe- I get a little. You down to the ground. I get a little theme coming here. So bit, yeah, he's a bit rapey in in that movie as well, and he's he's having a pop at um, Elizabeth Shoe. But I don't mind being invisible. Yeah, so I, I thought you'd like that. I quite like that for some reason. Yeah. Bring it on. I quite like that's probably one of my favourite. I watched that film again, it's so inappropriate in these days. I'm telling you. It's so bad. Anyway, what have you got? Have you got any more? Norman Bates. Norman Bates. <laughs> I ain't got mum issues. What are you all about? I just meant that again that he was jerking off watching that like it, it watching her in the shower. What what hang on and dress and dresses like a off? and dresses like a woman. When was he trying jerking off? He has that little peephole. Right. That doesn't mean he was jerking off. Why did you have a peephole? You had a little peephole. Yeah, right. okay, so you, you got... might as well have one of those paintings with the little eyes. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was really obvious. So that was the thing I was thinking. And then I like the fact that you, uh, the thought of you dressed as the mum at the mm. end as well. I oh, thought that was quite funny. That's fun. definitely what me made. Plus, you kind of look like Norman Bates, yeah. the dude who plays him. I can't remember the dude who plays him now. You better watch out. But yeah, you definitely got that Norman Bates feel. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Any more? <laughs> no, that's all I got. Oh, I got a few more. Oh, I've fucking got, hell. Um, I've got down here the actual one that I thought the most that you'd probably be a character because sometimes you can be really fucking annoying. Um, is like a, a crite, a critter. Yeah. Because like you know you just go around wreaking havoc. I got a little edge as well. People off. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, not the guy from Beetlejuice. Don't worry, I haven't picked him. <laughs> that wasn't me. That was Dan Evans. <laughs> did he say that? Did he? Uh, did he? Uh, 
Oops. <laughs> no, we've talked about it before. A little-headed guy from, uh, <laughs> from Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Not waiting <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to come up with. I'm disappointed in a way. <laughs> it might have been Geordie Paul that said that. Actually. I don't know. I can't remember. And I've got, no, yeah, no Critter. <laughs> Critter. Maybe a gremlin. Because, again, they're, they're a bit annoying. They can be annoying and just piss you off. I just thought of another one for you. Yeah, go on. Art the Clown. Oh, I'd, I'd be him. Because yeah. I'd definitely do the little, like, penis between the legs <laughs> buffalo there you go that's one for you Buff- buffalo bill <laughs> yeah so yeah buffalo bill <laughs> i got a couple of other ones as well oh i got oh i put i got, I only put this because I, I knew it pissed you off again i put you down you'd be christine the car the car yeah i'm not a car because because everyone's had a ride in you oh <laughs> Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> and I put Bub from Day of the Dead. I'd be happy with Bub. He's with, with, he, with your the, uh, the most on. intelligent of the zombies. Yeah, exactly. I thought you'd like that. <laughs> and just because of the zombie connection, Ed from Shaun of the Dead. Does that make you Shaun? Yeah, probably. So I'm the Ed character. Yeah, he's good. He's funny. I like Ed. I got no, but yeah. maybe you'd be. Um, the Dylan Moran, <laughs> the what? What's the Dylan Moran role? Oh fuck off! I'm not like in the long, the in the long That'd trench coat. That'd be Simon Dows for in sure. In the long trench coat. That'd be Simon. Oh Simon, yeah, definitely. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got, mate. I think you'd be Annie the Ghost in uh, Being Human. <laughs> Christ, you're being human, man. Jesus Christ! And obviously, yeah, you'd be some sort of girl in Twilight because you're a fifteen-year-old girl inside. Or the entity from the entity. Oh, don't start the rapey picking go- mine. Don't start <laughs> rapey, picking my people. The rapey ghost. <laughs> don't start picking mine. I could also see you as oh, Jebediah. What's his face from um, Poltergeist? Look, if we're going there, With a hat. Right? <laughs> I can see you as the bloke from Serbian film. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe part of the human centipede. Which yeah. part, the arse end. You want me to be the arse end? <laughs> so I have to go get two lumps of shit for him. Uh, anyway, have, have you got any for Jordy Paul? I've got thought of a couple for Jordy Paul. Yeah, do you know See, the... See, so he asks ask questions. Do you know the, the, the thing in, Sp- um, the thing in Spawn? <laughs> like the little clown thing in Spawn? <laughs> <laughs> what, the Danny DeVito plays? Yeah. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Because he's funny sometimes. Yeah, because he's funny sometimes. He put, reminds me of a Geordie. I, I put Cujo because he's soft and cuddly. Oh, that doesn't just... mean he's fat. I don't mean you're fat, Paul. I just meant you're soft and cuddly. Um, <laughs> he's quite quick talking, so he could be Freddy Krueger. Quite quippy, isn't he, with his talking? Yeah, okay. But I did come out with the best one, was the bad guy from the Temple of Doom because he does a badass impression. <laughs> You know, Does he? The, the guy that twists the heart. I can't remember his name now. Mola Ram. You know the guy that goes. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what it says. We we'll have to get Jordy Paul on. And do it. <laughs> yeah, you need to send us an impression. He does, it on he there. does a great impression. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah. So I think that wraps it up. I've got a question for you, actually. All right. This is quite interesting. If you could be any kind of character, any any horror movie, who would you say you're most like? Who would I say I was most like? Yeah, or who would you pick to be? Or who would you pick to be in a horror movie that you like a character you really like? Oh, because like we're picking each other's. Who who would you like? Do you want me to give I... you a couple of mine while you think? Yeah, go on. See, I said I'd be Ripley. 
Especially you'd be a chick, yeah. No. Because <laughs> I think I look awesome in those, like that, that pants little white pants at oh. the end. Yeah, I think she That'd would do it there. But then I, I actually think I would be RJ McCready from it, Kurt Russell, fucking awesome character. He's badass. From what? From the thing. From the thing. So you're talking about heroes. Well, no, it don't have to be heroes. It can be any horror character. I was just thinking I'd be Chucky. Yeah, you probably would, yeah. I'd be the killer who gets to put into Chucky. And then I get to live out, live life like a doll. A murderer. Yeah. Start spanking teachers with rulers. <laughs> <laughs> Lifelong road dream of yours. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Or the small-headed thing in Beetlejuice, so... <laughs> I can't remember who said that. It might have been Jordy Paul. Fucking hell. Anyway, shall we move on to our movie from the vault? Are you done? <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking spent. <laughs> There's someone out there. No one knows his name. No one knows his face. Oh, no. But now... The most terrifying man in the city. Carries a badge. Edward, unstable and Okay, this week's movie from the vault is none other than Maniac Cop. In New York City, people are slain and strangled to death brutally on the open streets. All witnesses agree that the murderer was in a cop's uniform. Soon the police searches and finds a suspect in its own ranks. Jack Forrest, turned in by his own wife to prove his innocence, he has to investigate on his own. Right, so this is your pick, dude. It was, yeah. I've been waiting to watch this for a long time. I've got a lovely... Have you seen this before? I've seen it very, like a long, long time ago. Yeah, so... It's only once, only once, and uh, I was fucking chuffed to bits to be able to watch it again. Um, especially with all, all the stuff we've watched, this is sort of like a culmination of like all a lot of the movies that we've watched from Movie the Vault. Because obviously, yeah. it's got Tom Atkins in there. Real me. Yeah. And in the in the Arrow release, real me. In the Arrow release, yeah. Um, you got the Arrow one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you watch it on Arrow? No. Oh, dude, because he does a introduction, <laughs> and the first it. thing he says is real me. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> it's like not even the same movie, but I fucking love that. And obviously you said it's got like um Larry uh Larry Cohen. No, is this a Larry Cohen movie? Yeah, you wrote it, yeah. Yeah, Larry, yeah, this one. And William um Lustig. Yeah, William Lustig. Yeah. William William Lustig was the director. director yeah. And he's done shitloads of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um directed like Maniac porn. and stuff like that. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. A lot of porn. A lot of porn. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> That explains a lot of things why they had no pictures on all the IMDb stuff that he's doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of porn. <laughs> but he's also done, a, you know, Maniac and stuff that I did. Yeah, Maniac, f- yeah. 1981 yeah. and the new one with Elijah Wood who produced that. Mm. He's just like, he's got a, a fucking proper repertoire of like mm. movies. But Larry Cohen, fucking legend. Yeah. Um, it's got the great Bruce Campbell in it. Mm-hmm. Um, we've already done um, Evil Dead and obviously Tom Atkins. Or fucking Night of the the Comet. Um, And then it's got a lovely final girl in uh, Lawrence Landon. Mm. Lawrence? Yeah, Lawrence. 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 I think it said Lawrence. Lauren. Lauren or Lawrence? Yeah. Lauren Landon. Laurel? 
Laurel. Oh, do I? I don't know. But she was. Plays Mallory. She plays a great yeah. vice girl. <laughs> Undercover. <laughs> but this is New York, man. This is New York in the 80s. It was yeah, fucking this, great. And again, it's like. Leads on to our conversation from earlier. Yeah, exactly. And it's fucking great. I mean. It's like the epitome of New York. Like, it's like. This is. Really I mean, this is one of the one of the ones when I was a kid um, at the video shop would be always up there. Mm. Um, I rented I, this so much. Yeah, it was just like it was just like I want that. I mm. want to rent that one. It's a fucking eighteen. It's got that eighteen little signature on it. It's got a big fucking cop on it. And you like big cops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was definitely the top shelf. <laughs> yeah, but it's just—it was just fun. This watching this again, it was just good. Fun. It's good fun. It's good it? fun. It's a bit campy, and um, yeah, but it's this is the thing with this movie. It starts off and it's like out and out horror, and then it just goes batshit. But we'll talk about that in a bit. It's, it's got a bit of depth to it. It's yeah. like um, oh, yeah. as in it's got a real like the story behind it is fucking dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like turns. You, the whole story is like talking about like. Um, we said before in I mean fucking hell talk about you know synergy like the clowns and stuff like that like mm. everyone sort of starts like becoming a clown and sort of not trusting you know the the clowns now this dude is like suddenly they believe it's a cop I don't you know he, like Tom Atkins leaks that it's a cop yeah. and no one would trust the cops anymore mm. and like what happens in New York when like n- nobody starts trusting the cops yeah, so you're exactly. scared of the police yeah. it's especially in that time as well yeah crime was like fucking crazy yeah, and you know the streets wasn't... were dog shit and it's like you can in the 80s that time in the 80s you couldn't go out the front door at night like you, if you were a tourist you would just not hardly go out the door at night because the crime was so bad New York was not a nice place yeah, <laughs> it's lovely now you, can, you know it's, they cleaned it up big proper time proper good um, but yeah it's um it's a crazy time in yes. New York. Some of the deaths in this are brilliant. Mm. I thought. I think they're all like like noteworthy. I named I named them all. Yeah. Uh you got uh the first one which is a, a next nice little uh neck snap in the park. Neck neck break. <laughs> <laughs> the mm. old the old drunk driver. Yeah. Um I put a handcuffed cement. I love that. It was because his head shoved so in the cement. Weird. Drowned by cement. Yeah, then we're talking about like the innocent cop. Who gets shot? Mm. Never murder. Um, cheating gets you nowhere. Oh, um, nice. That's not. I like that. We're yeah. going to talk spoilers, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> big time. So, right. Let me get one thing straight. Okay. So, obviously, this cop, kind of maniac. Sorry, maniac cop. Um, kind of great frames, name, isn't it? Yeah. It is, uh, frames uh, Bruce Campbell's character, which is Jack. Right. To, to killing his wife, right? How many fucks did Jack give that his wife is dead? Not one fuck. <laughs> he does not give a shit, does he? It's like he kind of gets a little as one kind of little bit of a like emotional thing when he's told, but then I know he's cheating on her and stuff, but it's just not. He just couldn't give two fucks. He's like, oh, well, she's dead. All I'm all I'm going to work on now is get my name cleared. I don't yeah, care about and, anything else. And that was a bit weird because <laughs> he's in jail. He's you know, obviously he's fucking some bird from the precinct. Yeah. And his wife's now dead. Yeah. And he's up for her murder. Yeah. Right? But with no alibi. But with no alibi apart from the woman he's fucking on the force. Mm. 
And I'm like, how does she not know that he's in jail? And he's <laughs> yeah. like, I don't want to stitch her up. I don't want to get her in trouble. I'm like, huh? Fuck off. Did she? If this, she would have been like all over. Like, oh yeah, we're fucking. Yeah. You know, now she's dead. We can. If they said to hide like, it. if they said something like she's also married, then I would have yeah. understood because he wouldn't want her husband to find out about their affair or something and she, ruin her life. But she didn't. She's just. Uh, as far as I know, she's just a single girl cheating on, cheating with him. She's undercover as a vice girl as well. Brilliant, brilliant thing. She does a good job. That she seems to kind of get the attention of a few, few of the cops as well. Yeah, yeah. I Creepy. thought I thought she was going to come on to our mate Tom at one stage as well. Yeah, yeah. He's he's getting friendly. Let's with talk the about Tom Atkins. What a fucking lad. <laughs> Sits there drinking out the. You don't, you don't have scotch or whiskey. He has a big man's pint in a proper glass like they used to serve it in the days, like a big stein. A big stein. He's, he's a, a man. Isn't he's he? a proper man. He's with a, a, he's good a cop. He's a fucking cop. He's almost like internal affairs in this one. Yeah. I, I don't know how he got away with what he did. He's a detective, but mm. he sort of like he kind of stitches up the whole police force. <laughs> <laughs> and inadvertently, this is one thing I found funny. Inadvertently gets one of them shot <laughs> yeah. right and no one's having a go at him everyone's having a go at bruce campbell mm. no one is having a go at tom he's like he stitched everyone up he's the one who leaked leaked the story that he made up didn't even have any proof that it was a cop <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just heard a couple of street urchins say it was he's like oh that must be yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> forget the fact that he was right yeah but he knew that jack was a good guy yeah he's he a good did. cop he did. And this is the uh, one bit when he's in. I love this bit where he's in the pub with the other guy, the uh, officer Ripley. Is in the pub with Officer Ripley. There's one line I love, and they're talking about the whole kind of case. And he's like, "Oh, yeah, Jack. Jack's a good cop. He's like, you know, he's a he's a good cop. I know he is and stuff." And and he goes, and the Ripley guy goes to him, uh, "Are you a cop?" And he goes, "Fucking hey, I'm a cop. What the fuck are you?" <laughs> it's such a weird line, and just. It looked like the other actor kind of like almost laughed and then they just cut and it was like <laughs> I reckon that bit was ad libbed. Oh mate. It's the way he's like, What the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah. like, I think this had one. some perfect ad lib moments. There's a really shitty light. Um yeah, some really funny like little one liners. Not as much maybe as some of the other ones we've seen. There's not like uh um any like free on me or anything like that, but No, but with one thing that does relate to um kind of uh like the creeps yeah is um it's, it's a bit weird. it goes really dark at one point where um where tom atkins character goes in to see the commissioner and they're talking about like the fact that he tried to take his own life yeah and he says like and it's kind of really dark and it's like that's not like, the comet no not the creeps not like, the creeps, no not yeah. the creeps yeah oh, i said not the comet earlier oh did you that's what confused me okay and then, um, yeah, and it's just like obviously in Night of Comedy he tries to kill himself pretty much as well. It's like yeah. really, it's like a really running theme, dark, dark theme for it. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like oh, he just goes oh, the gun just went off, and it's just like mm. really weird. It's like, but yeah, the way that the, the, the guy's just talking to him is like, when didn't weren't you having mental issues last? Like really, really shitty with him. It's like really weird. <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's, it just goes fucking crazy. This yeah. is it, it starts off like proper like murder, like horror, like killer 
style, but then it just starts going back. Yeah, it's almost like a cop on the loose slasher, but then it sort of like goes into some weird kind it of loses like his way a little bit when the bit that it starts to lose its way. But I love when it when it's anyway. in the light, when it's like in the daytime. Yeah, when 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 it initially um, when Bruce Campbell's character breaks out of jail, um, and then he just waltzes into um, was it a another prison? Oh, he waltzes to the prison and manages to just get into a prison, pretending to be um, Tom Axe and uh, Frank McRae. Yeah, without no idea. Good name, by the way, Frank yeah, McRae. Strong name. Strong name. Um, Walks into the prison, doesn't show any ID, gets through all the security, all the way to the prison warden to find out if, you know, all about, like, um, Matt Cardow. Was that his name? Matt Cardow. Cardow. Matt Cardow was the cop. Yeah. Which which I think is the storyline all about the cop and being framed and putting it... I thought it was superb. A yeah. Great storyline. A little twist and fucking fantastic writing. <laughs> but yeah, back to the prison. He just waltzes in, and he gets in there, and the, and the prison warden goes, "I want to see some ID." And I was like, "Surely you would have seen some ID by now." <laughs> and he's just coming to a waltz in a prison, pretending you're someone else without showing ID. I thought that scene, like the little flashback scene of him, he's a fucking hulking guy. The guy who's Massive, playing the maniac right, cop, yeah. he's fucking huge. Yeah. Um, and he he was kicking the shit Robert out Robert Zadar. Yeah, he was kicking the shit out of those people that were coming for him in the shower. Ooh. Super cop old super cop but then they were like slashing his face that was that was a bit that's tough that one I, I don't like that. I hate things with like slashing knives and ugh because it's because I think that's a running thing that happens throughout all the because tr- it's a trilogy yeah and running things like in the first one he's got these like just these big kind of prosthetics on his face yeah, and stuff all, like that he's just all mashed up anyway just, he's been beaten up in jail and yeah. cut up and stuff yeah but later on, he sort of loses his nose and he's like, yeah. he starts like, he he's kind of supernatural, up. right? We're, he's kind of dead. He's not dead. Is yeah. he dead? Super powery. <laughs> Super powery. Is he a bit Jason? A little, yeah. Because you see very. Jason, there's a Jason in Manhattan. We should, you know, we should really watch the, all the Friday the films. But you, if like Jason like comes onto his turf, who's winning out of him and Jason? That'd be a good fight. I wish yeah, pretty, yeah. fights. Yeah. Well, I didn't even I think about old maniac cop. Yeah. I didn't realize how fucking huge he was and, and how strong he was. Yeah, he chuck people's <laughs> He literally bitch slaps people across the fucking like yeah. yard. It's funny as fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah, that made me fucking chuckle a lot, man. Um, and there's some like there's proper daft moments and stuff with Bruce Campbell, but it's a completely different sort of role for him compared to everyone else. Yeah. He's yeah. not really the slapsticky as much as he... Ha- He's supposed to be, like, the hero. Yeah, I mean? the hero card. Um, which is really strange because um, this is what I like about the film as well. It, and I like about Larry Cohen's writing. It's just that he, he doesn't go, this is a hero, he's all-American. It's like, here's the hero, he's a cheating twat. <laughs> But, you know, we all have our problems. You know, he doesn't always side with the perfect people. Yeah, he doesn't make them he doesn't yeah. make them perf- the he perfect more, hero. You more have realistic to, to relate yeah. to, I suppose. I don't know. More relatable. Yeah. And more of, like, you question the fact that you want him to live. Or, the, like, I, you know, because he could quite happily, if he killed, killed off Campbell, fuck it. <laughs> he deserved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, his wife's dead, so he can move on. And he's got a lovely relationship to move on to. Does she die by the end? No. No, she's still alive, isn't she? Cause she she's is, in the second. She's in the second one. Yeah, they both are. 
What Campbell and all? Yeah. Oh my god, I need to watch one and t- I need to watch two and three. Two's actually really good. Two is really good. Okay, I'm gonna have to get a two maybe and have a little watch of that because yeah, I might have to watch the whole trilogy. It just looks fun. The idea of I won't bother with three, but you can do it if you like. <laughs> <laughs> I do like what a bit of spare time. I got to close off the trilogy if I watch the cra- <laughs> okay. if I watch two. Then there yeah. was talk of a fourth. Like Robert Zadar wanted to come back and do a fourth, but unfortunately he died. Oh. In 2015. Who's well, going to play the next one? Then Kane Hodder. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. fucking huge now. It dominate another big it'd probably fucking. Be a, it'd probably be a freaking wrestler or something, wouldn't it? That'd be yeah. funny as fuck. Yeah. Get like the great Carly on there. <laughs> Did you notice? That, by the way, the, the the name of the mayor is like called Mayor Killum. I thought that Killium, Killium, Killium. Okay. A bit of an anagram there for Killum. Nice, nice. I like that. <laughs> he was a jerk, wasn't he? He was a fucking a right jerk. jerk. Yeah, there's a lot of jerks. I mean, there was. A, it's it's squiffy acting, but it's that sort of yeah, like. But it's forgiven. It's forgiven it, for because it's meant to be. Yeah. It's meant to be, and I think that is fucking great. I'm saying that though, Bruce Crow- Bruce Campbell is good in it, and obviously you know Tom Atkins is amazing. It's just everyone else there. Very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, the, yeah. Lauren, Lauren Plessa or Lawrence, whatever her name. Is. <laughs> Lawrence. Lawrence is. Uh, I'm sure it's Laurel or something like that. Laurel, she's, Laurel. she's a bit ropey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's good looking though. Mm, questionable. <laughs> what is your problem? Uh, yeah. So, one thing I do want to talk about is the end because the, the stunts on the end are pretty fucking crazy. Oh, mate. That fucking bit off the pier. Did you see the Did fucking see the stunt, stunt guy? guy fucking, I'm surprised he's still alive after that. I was like, Jesus. I mean, it's Bruce the, Campbell did a lot of stunts on that. But yeah, he didn't do that one. No, because he is definitely not him. It's got a different. He's got an afro. Practically, the guy is fucking doing it. But he's fuck me. He gets thrown a mile. It's like pinwheels off the fucking thing. It's the most ridiculous like stunt. Yeah, it's a quality stunt, but it's so fucking weird. There is a lot of stunt work and like a lot of thrown about in this movie. Yeah, but it was that era, wasn't it? It was yeah. like you know, like you know, you can imagine the same person who did like the Hulk T V show was on it. Yeah. Like the slow mo throwing and all that sort of stuff, you know what I mean? There's some good deaths in it. Um I think it's another classic eighties fucking Man, horror like movie. The storyline's awesome. Yeah. Like really, really cool. Really good. Like and the you- fact that it's about a cop that is fucked by the system. Yeah. And, and he it's, comes back and, yeah, he, he kills a few innocent people, but he's after the fucking scumbags, really. It's got great rewatchability. Yeah. I think it's like, you know, it's something that, I don't, it's timeless as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, definitely. Some of the prosthetics are a bit ropes, but, you know, <laughs> you get over that because I love the cheesy fun. <laughs> loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I did. I really did love it. I've on here, Jack don't give a fuck about his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about? Should we, uh, no, I want to hear some Matt's facts, mate. Oh, yeah. I always do that. I so, <laughs> some Ma- so, some Matt's facts. There's not a lot. You know, I did what? some digging on this. They're not a massive, massive, great deal. Um, obviously, there's a Sam Raimi cameo. He is. Oh, the, I missed that. He's the reporter on the street. Cool. Uh, when at the St. Paddy's Day parade. Also, Robert Zadar used to be a police officer in real life, you know, yeah, the actual maniac cop. Uh, he was he was a Chicago police officer. Fucking which was quite cool. Smashing real criminals. Yeah, I don't know whether he killed anybody there. Um, now, Jill Gatsby is um, a character in it, uh, which is uh, Larry Cohen's daughter, 
Um, and apparently in every one of his films, uh, he kills her off. <laughs> so she's she, the one right at the start. She's the, the first kill. Yeah, the, that's the next break, isn't that it? That is the next yeah. snap. She, he... So she gets killed in every one of his films. Amazing. Pissed off about that. The body count is 19. It's fucking impressive. Quite a big, quite a big I know, because I did try and go for it all, but it just got a bit out of hand. <laughs> yeah, especially when he starts just killing everybody in a bling piece of yeah. police station. I was like, really? Um, I suppose they're all the, the St. Paddy's Brigade or whatever it was. Um, now, which brings me on to the St. Patrick's Day parades. Apparently, they did a bit of guerrilla filming for this. So they weren't, they didn't have perm- permits. Um, they just literally went down into the crowds with cameras and filmed all that, like, because you can tell it's actual footage. Yeah. Um, but they really shouldn't have been uh, because they were just like filming, obviously, cops and stuff. And if you look really ca- carefully, I don't know if you called it. But there's a bit where a you, it pans over and there's a real life cop taking a swig of beer out of a beer bottle. <laughs> I, I didn't like, see that. It's crazy, man. But um, yeah, they shouldn't have done it because um, they didn't have permits and they got literally um, some guys dressed extras dressed as cops got arrested uh, and some of the crew members got arrested as well and put in jail. Fair play. Interesting, but they got the shots and they used them. Yeah, so, do you know what I mean? Um, sacrifice for your art Bruce Campbell says this is the worst movie he's been in <laughs> uh, it couldn't I... have been that bad because he went for number two <laughs> yeah. which is uh, maybe this was worse than worse than two then pretty crazy really isn't it and, yeah. my, and my last fact I haven't got a lot loads of stuff I did some digging there isn't great like loads of stuff about it but um, when Teresa is being attacked after the commissioner is killed she locks herself into a room with boxes that say Westlake on them. Uh, Peyton Westlake was also the name of Liam Neeson's character in The Dark Man, which was directed by Sam Raimi, who has a cameo in this. And Dark Man also features a cameo at the end by Bruce Campbell, who also stars in this. <laughs> I love Dark Man, it's a great movie. Yeah, it's incestuous. I really want to really rewatch it. Oh, well, you'd have to pick it one time, wouldn't you? Because yeah. I don't remember I don't remember that one. You've not seen that, man. Uh, oh, I mate. don't. Uh, it doesn't ring. A, uh, it's not really a horror movie. Okay, well, fuck it. Then I'll watch it just regardless. It's good. It's good. Really good. Trust me. We're going to give this movie breaths out of 10. Go for it. Oh, you can go first this time. All right, dude. I'll what are you going to give 1988 Maniac Cop? Well, based on the fact that it's just, a, I think it's a classic. It's a classic character. It's not as big as the other ones, but I think it really it should like get a bit of a, a movement now with... Uh, the HBO series, I think it's just under underlooked. I think it's a decent seven out of ten. Yeah. I mean, there's some decent kills in it, there's some good, good, good lines in it, and it's fun. I enjoyed it, and I remembered it fondly from when I was a kid. So yeah, seven gets seven breaths out of ten. Yeah, for me. I, I agree with you there. Set strong seven uh, because it's just like it's got Tom Atkins in it. Like <laughs> it automatically gives it two points. Right. Um, it's got some good deaths. Um, Larry Cohen writ that gives it another two points. It just gives seven ten seven points for the fucking pinwheeling stunt. Guy. I think that's fucking <laughs> genius. To that guy, yeah. Find out who he is. Yeah, he's still alive. <laughs> Probably died doing that stunt. Fucking hell. But yeah, what what a great movie, uh, and it does make me want to go and watch number two as well. Yeah, it does. Because it's got the 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 bloke, one of the Fratellis in it, <laughs> which is the main guy in it. You can't oh, watch wicked! It. From the Goonies, but yeah, good stuff, mate. So. It's your pick, mate. Right. So Sock it to me. i got to give you something to watch alongside of uh, Free From Hell. 
So I am going to pick The Hills Have Eyes. Ooh, original? Original, of course, but The 90, what was it, 1978, 79? Wes Craven. Wes Craven? Yep. It's uh, our only our second Wes Craven. Really? Yeah. We did more Clive Barker than Wes Craven. So what Wes Cravens have we done? Nightmare on Elm Street. No other Wes Cravens? Nightmare on Elm Street is the only one we've done, isn't it? Fuck, mate. Damn right then. Yeah, I'm well up for this. I love that movie. Heels of Eyes, man. Fucking looking forward to that bad boy. Great. Awesome choice, mate. I'm well up for that shit. Good, good, good. That's kind of good. That's why it goes with with Free From Hell. Good pick. Little bit of synergy. Synergy. You know, just a nice, like, you know, deformed family. Mm. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Um, Okay, so I guess that takes us on to... uh, Ends another fantastic episode we had loads of fun talking about the joker mm. and uh, maniac cop and uh, on next episode we are going to be watching free from hell from yep. rob zombie can't wait for that one we will come we will throw it out there again because we're lazy well it's basically we're lazy so if we throw it out <laughs> there again give us another um stupid thing to talk about um and i'll start just screaming about and uh, we'll go from there and uh, i've just said i'll move from the vault it's going to be the Hills of Eyes. So get a watch net and watch along and let us know what you think. And also, we're taking a little trip out, aren't we, Paul, soon? Where are we going? Manchester. To? The Horrorcon. <laughs> for the love of horror. For the love of horror. <laughs> so we might hopefully have some new content coming for you guys soon. So if you're there, give us a shout. We're, if you if you see us hanging about, we'd love to chat. And uh, we'll be looking to get some good content for the for the next coming shows, hopefully. Yeah, cross fingers. Can't wait. And I guess there's only one one thing to say. When there's no more room in hell, here's another podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. You can follow us on Twitter at Draw One Last, Instagram at Draw One Last Breath, or pop us an email at Draw One Last Breath Pod at hotmail.com. <laughs>